Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Give it to me! Oh, happy Friday, or whatever day you're listening to this on. I'm Molly Wood. I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to the show where we kick back on a Friday afternoon, open a cold rosé cider, look at internet memes, listen to Old Town Road, and think about what else might be about to enter your cultural landscape. I mean, real quick, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, uh, don't. (laughs) It already feels dated. Like, we were on it last week when we talked about Old Town Road. Within a week, it's the number one song in the country. It's being played during timeouts during Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, people are like talking about how they're tired of it. Yeah, like it's crazy. It's like it's yeah. It, that that is the danger of because we usually don't go for pop culture things at all, I, or we do, but like I don't know. This was our only sort of like mega hit, and it does feel like oh, I see now we were too timely. I think we are, and I and you 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 folks tell us feedback at it's a thing dot me. I I think we're fine talking about pop culture things in the context of Molly and Tom have a comment about it. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to identify pop culture things as things because they come and go so fast. But I I don't know about you, Molly. I didn't think Old Town Road would would like build up that quickly. I didn't think so either. I mean, and I even had doubts that day. I was like, I don't know, this is kind of a big deal thing, like right, a capital right. T thing. But it was yeah. hilarious and. Also, that song remains the best. So let's talk about Star Wars, <laughs> my new thing, Star Wars. No. <laughs> and so as long uh, as we're dodging the obvious. Now, we have our actual things, but of course, uh, the, the teaser trailer for The Rise of Skywalker, episode yeah. nine, and the final episode in the Skywalker saga came out. Uh, Molly uh, and I have both perused it, and the things that stuck out to me, Molly, uh, no, you know, I did, we're not going to spend the whole time talking about it or anything, but, uh, name, name itself raises mm-hmm. a lot of questions. Like who's the Skywalker mm-hmm. that's left? Cause, um, there are solos left and there are people without last names <laughs> left. Right. <laughs> and there are people whose last names are not Skywalker left. Uh, and then of course we have the, uh, the, the lovely giggles of Emperor Palpatine to play us out at the end of that teaser. So... Like, so flashback, too. I just feel like I went right back to my childhood. And I, we believe me, we are aware that this is not like a thing, nor is this a podcast about Star Wars because Tom already does one of those. And Jenny does one of those. Anyway, but like, we just couldn't walk by because, well, frankly, I watched it right before the show. But I, that is my, my overarching question. It can be summed up, I think, really eloquently as Skywalker Wana. Because <laughs> I thought that the whole point of the last movie and the thing that everybody was so mad about was that it sort of said, like, everybody could be the Slayer. Like, remember at the end of the Buffy, Buffy right, the Vampire right, Slayer when right. everybody becomes Slayer? I thought they were minimizing the Skywalker importance in the whole thing. And then now what now? 
Oh, I mean, there are so many metaphors of J.J. Abrams taking what Ryan Johnson did and fixing it, including uh, literally Kylo Ren fixing his smashed helmet is in the teaser. (laughs) Real subtle. Yeah. Real subtle. Really? That's lame. And I hope that it is not just to make the fans feel happy. No, I... I think what J.J. Abrams has been saying could be true. The teaser does not give me any evidence that it's not. And again, we won't won't spend too much more time talking about this. But the one thing I will say is I think that what J.J. Abrams tried to do was tie up this story in a way that will make people who are fans of Star Wars happy Mm. without doing just fan service. He said, we have thought a lot about making this a satisfying ending. Um, And I hope he does that. Yeah, me too. I mean, it doesn't really matter. He can have my money now. Oh, so, absolutely. There's yeah. that. Yeah. Also, no. I was not joking, by the way. I am literally sitting here with my angry orchard rosé hard cider. Just oh, as an no, homage to, yeah. the, to the show. I actually scampered out. I'm running a little bit. I was running late today because I scampered out on purpose to get some. Before right. I was like, I want a cider for this show. We're uh, we're going to have to get a cider sponsor. <laughs> I think <laughs> so. Thing. Dear Angry Orchard, are you listening? Yeah, please, please send us. Please uh, send us free cider. Okay. Uh, okay, so. Kick uh, us off. I, since we're talking about movies, I'll, I'll make my first thing uh, out here because it's about movies uh, and the fact that cats are a thing now in movies. Not that cats haven't been in movies before, but like cats are showing up in a big way. There is a, a cat in Captain Marvel uh, it is either beloved or hated, depending on where you fall and what you think of that movie. But it is, you know, it is a big player in the plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then apparently, and I haven't seen the movie, but from everything I'm told, the cat in Pet Cemetery steals <laughs> the movie. Oh, really? Have yeah. you seen the original Pet Cemetery? No. Oh, okay. Well, the cat is definitely a linchpin of the original, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is uh, like even just thinking about it, those who have seen the movie will know that when I say that my Achilles tendon is twitching right now, <laughs> it is okay. because that movie has scarred me so thoroughly and deeply, including the cat. Oh, oh God. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, we had our John Wick era for dogs, you know, uh, and, and our secret life of pets, uh, mostly dogs, uh, you know, dogs life, all yeah. the dogs. Dogs dogs have had their day on the cinema. Dog owner right here. OK, so I know what side of the, the fence I'm on, but I, I would say that it looks like we have a uh, we have an ascendancy of cats in the movie universe. right? Huh. Now. You think so? OK, I'll be interested mm-hmm. to see, because isn't there also a movie right now about like a dog that makes Man, it's not friends with a to do cat. That well. No, it looks terrible. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, hilariously, I can't believe I'm going to admit this, but I am. I, I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet, and I'm seeing it on Sunday. I already have tickets. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. happening. Okay, all right. But I looked it up, and this the cat thing is hysterical. It's just like a whole hilarious page of stuff about the cat and how it steals yeah. the thing and why it's pivotal. Well, it's not actually a cat. It's a flurkin. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> it does say it's a flurkin. Okay. Yeah. See, that'll Looks, be that. You'll be, understand that after you see the movie. I will totally. It'll be a nice change because it'll take us away from the 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 old the good old dog buddy trope. 
Yeah, which I'm, you know, there'll be a time for that again. It's like zombies and vampires, you know, we just cycle through them back and forth over time. Uh, it's fine. Um, but it's, uh, I, I, I believe we're, we're in a, we're entering a cap period right now. Okay. You know what? You have been right about a lot of stuff lately. And so I'm just going to like roll with this one and I'm feel not guaranteeing anything, but yeah, it's I, probably gonna start I feel happening. good about this one. Right. Um, my thing today is kind of an internet culture thing and it, I, I don't know why I try to say, I don't know why I have all these rules on the inside that I never tell anybody, but usually I try not to do just your basic, like know your meme thing. But this one I think is one of these things that like, you've already seen it probably on Twitter. You're going to keep seeing it. And I just needed to know what the heck it is and that it is. Ooh, woo, this word. U W U. I have this one's new to me. I is have it? not seen this. Yeah. I saw it on the reason I decided it was, a th- I've been thinking that it was a thing because it just keeps coming up because like my kid shouts it all the time and I keep seeing it on, on tweets, but I keep seeing it from like hipsters on Twitter. And mm-hmm. then today I saw like just your basic journalist account tweet like so much ooh about this. And I was like, oh my God, it's transcended. And so this is a thing that's actually a public service announcement thing. Right. To answer Those the question, important. what in God's name is up with this uwu thing? So if and I had to, to guess, yeah. and I'm only guessing, <laughs> it's it has to do with the onomatopoeia of, ooh, that's so cute. Oh right? my God. Yes. You're so good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that, so that's it? That's it. It basically that's means it it's so cute. Well, it, it has a whole other long history, but essentially, okay. yes, it is a reaction to cuteness overload. Like when you just can't deal anymore and you're like, ooh, ooh, Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. That's what I was getting out of it. Yep, exactly. There is also an emoticon for mm. it, which is sometimes referred to as happy anime face. Um, but it's just well, like how you a make little, the emoticon. It's just like a little sideways smiley face near as I can tell. I don't know. I'm trying to I've been trying to find the ooh emoticon all day. I'm gonna look it up. But it, it's like it for a minute on it showed up as like a meme on Tumblr, like Nintendo leaked out the word the a new controller or a new console, and somebody turned the Wii logo into uwu. Oh, maybe the UWU is the emoticon. Oh, maybe just by itself, yeah. Because it also could look like a little smiley, happy face with cheeks. It's very. I will say it's very anime, and mm. I think anime is almost like the the overarching thing. That has spawned this, like all the like little tweenies. I hope my child's not listening to this episode. Hey, buddy, <laughs> I bet you are. Um, you're so kawaii. You're so kawaii. Like anime culture, I think maybe because it's so 90s. Oh, my God. I might be honing in on a meta thing by accident here. But maybe mm. because anime is very 90s, it has made this big comeback with all these like hipster kids who are also watching The Office, which, by the way, couldn't be a bigger thing. Like The Office is just like nonstop a thing. Oh, um, by the way, A.T. Porter just put a, a picture in our Discord of a little cute anime face with the U's as eyes and the W as the nose. There it is. Mouth, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Right. Got, it. Got it. So much uwu. In <laughs> as early as November 2nd, 2013, a Tumblr tag for the term uwu culture appeared. Mm, wow. It definitely goes along with kuwaii, actually, which is... Mm-hmm. Japanese, right? For cute? Yep, that's Japanese. Yep. Kind of goes with the Harajuku thing. So anyway, that is my public service to you. You're going to see this one day, and you're going to be like, what in the bejesus is UWU? 
And now you know. And now you know now that it's you know. it's super cute. Is that it's super right? cute? It just means like it's too cute. It's like too cute. It's cute overload. It's okay. Cute overload. Oh my god, it's so cute. Oh my gosh. Ooh woo. By the it's way, the like first the cute use. version of Huga. Yeah, it totally is. Because Huga is the whole comfy. Like I'm so comfy. I'm yep. Huga. Yeah. Oh, my niece always I'm says so cu- this is so cute. I'm uwu. I'm uwu. I say that to my niece all the time, Huga, and, and so she started saying things were super Huga. She's little, and it's <laughs> so cute. Oh my gosh! If you're super uwu, super that's uwu, just <gasps> over the top. The first proven use of uwu is in the Yu-Gi-Oh fan fiction Genie of the mm. Puzzle, published in 2005. Wow, that's uwu. like OED level digging. <laughs> the history of uwu. Know your meme.com, man. Know your meme.com. You know, I actually have them in my RSS feeds because it helps me just know things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're amazing. No, exactly. Although yeah. my, my son maintains that once it shows up on New Year, know your meme.com, it's already over. Well, yeah. And I know that. I don't try to like use know your meme to appear cool. It's exhausting. I use know your meme to like backstop my lack of knowledge. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Such as... What is the deal with uwu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So here we are, uh, 14 years later, catching on to the fan fiction trend. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's a thing right now. Uwu oh, no, is no, just no, course, entering. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Just because it's been around a while doesn't mean it's not a thing. When, when we call things, there are so many different... We have a whole menagerie of types of things, right? We do. Uh, they're, they're, they're not all like... They're not all as simple as like, oh, this wasn't a thing and now it is today, right? This is like trending up or starting to permeate or was a thing and is becoming bigger, whatever. Or we just noticed it because we came out of the basement for a day. It could be like really. (laughs) That's also a type. It could be anything. (laughs) That's actually most of my things. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, Well, actually, my thing is a a little bit uh, long in the making as well. Uh, in that there were trend stories about it back in 2016 on the business end. Uh, and I, I'm, this is my thing is I'm starting to see this everywhere. This mm. is not a, a new thing that I just noticed ahead of time. This is a, it's permeating the culture right now. And that is small cans of f- food, <laughs> both <laughs> drink and soup, uh, Coca-Cola, Kraft, General Mills, Campbell's soup, all are reducing the size of their cans. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the thing that I'm noticing most is small cans of drinks, right? So not just Cokes, but also energy energy drinks totally. getting smaller, mm-hmm. uh, little little bottles of seltzer, uh, little cans of, sel- uh, of that, you know, flavored water. All of that is getting smaller. And I dug up this Washington Post article from 2016 that explains that Coke sort of led the trend here. Because people were complaining about the size of soda and how many calories it had. And they realized that when they sold smaller packaging, it did better, especially in certain parts of the country, because people were like, oh, good, I don't have to drink as much. I can still have my Coke and not have as many calories. Mm -hmm. So they leaned into that and made the small cans of Coke with the smaller number of calories on the front. So that when you're comparing, you're like, oh, I'll get that one. It's smaller. It's only 120 calories. And it makes them more money. Because mm, then they price it higher because small things so always it, cost more. It's, it's cheaper than, like, let's say there's a nine ounce can of Coke, right? It's cheaper than the 12 ounce, but it's not proportionally cheaper. Right. It's not cheaper per ounce. Per ounce. Oh. And they use less material to make the can. 
Wow. Because it's a smaller can. I'm looking at this article. This is crazy. Apparently, the new cans are actually 42% more expensive over like on an ounce by ounce basis. <gasps> you mean 42% less? Oh, you mean 42% more, more for us the to pay. The smaller ones as a are consumer. 42% yeah, yeah. more expensive. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. But you think, oh, this one's like that 12 ounce can is 99 cents. This one's 79 cents. I'm saving money. Yeah, totally. And in fact, and it, honestly, yeah. uh, you know, as much as it's like, well, you're not really saving money. I'm paying per drink experience, not per ounce with sodas. It's not nutritional. Right. It's it's not something where I'm like, I have to get this much. You're buying the smaller can because you don't want to drink as much soda, but you want the experience of having had the taste. Yeah. It's so actually me, genius. Maybe that ever maybe it's a win-win because you still you pay less for the experience of drinking a can and they make more money. I think it's actually pretty brilliant, I have to admit. Because yeah, that you just don't need all of that. And you can then have I'm sorry. The, also you know what it's great? What? Our producer Rich in the Discord said, paying per drink experience should be the marketing slogan for black velvet. <laughs> <laughs> or any Point of them. Rich. Really. Yeah. Point yeah, to yeah. Rich. That is freaking genius. Um I've never seen the soup though. I, I would like to circle back to what now? I've never seen that in food. Yeah, now it says that in this Washington Post article, yeah. and I have to say I'm not certain I've seen that on my gross. I've definitely seen the small cans of all kinds of drinks on the grocery store shelves. I don't think I've seen the small cans of soup on the grocery store shelves. I have seen them in um, convenience store mm-hmm. situations, and I just assumed that that it was like a specialty item. But maybe it's a maybe it's them trying a new trend. It's a single portion size. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I. That's funny because I've been noticing this for a while, and I just thought, oh, they did it for the parents because this is what you if you're going to buy sodas for. A birthday party, right? You'll want the little ones, and then you know what else they have now that is somewhat new and becoming more and bar- more popular is also that little half size bottles of water. Have you oh, seen those? Yeah. The little shorties, yeah, yeah. the little the, the ones you used to associate with riding in like a a, a black car, I guess <laughs> you so. know, or some kind yeah. of fancy. Like, like it was like you a corporate me the small thing. bottle of water. Yeah. Oh, that's funny uh, and totally true. Yes, and those are all over the place now. And they're they are perfect for kids parties because they don't waste so much water. They're probably I totally think, wasteful. I mean, and I know water could go to cup. Well, like, right, don't at me. Sure, but I I think the the soda thing too. Like, I, I have this evolution in my head, which was we used to have bottles of soda, and and do you remember when everyone drank bottle glass bottles of soda? There were bottle stoppers. We had tons of them in our drawers in the kitchen at home. You'd pour some soda into a small glass. You'd put the bottle stopper in the bottle, which would hold in the carbonation for the next person who would pour some soda. It was not assumed that you would drink this whole 12-ounce bottle of soda. This is back in the seventies. Yeah, I don't remember this at all. You don't remember, so this is before your this is before your time. I mean, Molly. I guess so, but I feel like we're very close in age, so maybe it was geographic. We I mean, um, I just remember when I was like, Oh, look at this twenty ounce bottle of Mr. Pib. That seems yeah, like well, a single okay. serving. No, this is back when it was all twelve ounce glass bottles. And yeah. then the cans and the plastic bottles, like the two liter bottles and all that, started to come along. And suddenly, the twelve ounce can sort of replaced the, the the bottle, and you couldn't really stop it. I remember my dad tried to buy some stuff that you could stopper up a can of soda, but it didn't really work very well, especially once the pop tops went away. You, know, you just couldn't get it in there and make a seal. So, I also remember 
being in church school and having them just give us full cans of soda and say, you don't have to drink at all. It was sort of like, we give up. We're Mm -hmm. not going to try to portion this out anymore here. Just take the can. And I think we evolved from we're buying a bottle of soda to pour into glasses to we're buying cans of soda and each can is its own glass. Right. And then over time we realized that's a, that's too much soda. 12 ounces is too much for my, (laughs) my, my drink. I need to have less. We realized it. We realized it thanks to a national diabetes epidemic. Yeah. We looked down at our pants and we're like, wait, that's too much. That's not right. So we should definitely have the same absolutely horrific for a substance, but smaller. smaller portions. Rich, our producer Rich did point out that they're only 90 calories. I said they were like 125, so it's not, you know, sorry. Well, okay. My bad. I I, I don't know. I I try never to drink soda with sugar in it. I try only to drink, if I'm going to drink a soda, which I actually don't drink that often. No. I try only to drink calorie-free soda. Yeah, this is such a California thing to say, but like we never have soda. We never do. If I have like a, if I'm super exhausted or I have a very terrible hangover, I will get a Mexi Coke, like the Mexican Coke in the bl- in the bottle, the glass bottle, the one with the real sugar in it. Mm-hmm. And I have such a low tolerance for it that it will turn my whole day upside down. I'll just be like, I feel amazing. I've had a combination of real sugar <laughs> and caffeine. I could do anything. I can conquer the world. I can conquer the world. And then I fall asleep on my face. Well, I also did that when I lived in Texas, uh, and checking in from Ohio, our producer says, same for me, I save my calories for the beer. <laughs> I've heard, yes, I've heard that theory as well. So maybe more, more nationwide than we, than we think. This Who reminds knows? me of, I don't think this is a full on thing. Can I, I'm going to, I'm going to like sneak in a bonus thing. Oh, sure, that's yeah. really just like a recommendation. Um, mm-hmm. my, my brother showed me this crazy thing the other day. Which is, it's called Steph Dyes, S-T-F Dyes, D-I-E-S, I'm pasting mm-hmm. it in. And it's like a performance art series that this woman does. It's mostly on Instagram. It's like the anti-selfie. And she just poses in all these tourist locations, face down with her arms and legs out like she's dead. So it's called Steph Dyes. Okay, so it's not grisly. No, no, no. No, it's not real death. It's just, it's, it's kind of like... Just performance She just art. lays down in front of Santa Claus and yep. in a field. And in and a field. There's one that's amazing at Vegas. Like a guy is, she's in the wind and a guy is in front of her taking a full on selfie with his like uh, muscle. You know, she's he's just like doing the bicep She's yeah. just behind him like looking dead. Yeah. Steph well, dies. just laying down. Just laying down. Yeah. I just, down dead. And I find it so fascinating, like this sort of like the anti-selfie thing. And then she did it at a conference and someone else just laid down too, face down. <laughs> I'm just kind you, of obsessed with it. You know what I love about it is that the way she's laying down is good enough to to suit Steph dies. Yeah, as it a makes concept, you pause. But not grisly enough for you to think, oh, no, I'm uncomfortable looking at this because your brain can immediately go. She's just sleeping. Yeah. Because you don't see her face. she's Her, her hands and, and knees aren't bent in some awkward angle or anything. Right. Yeah. Like, it's not it's, how anyone ever lays down, right? Like, you would be like, no, is that it's, it's just weird lady? enough to be, to be like, to fit the concept, but not so weird that you can't look at it. Right. Which is a perfect balance. It's absolutely brilliant. It's absolutely yeah. brilliant. And I, I just, like, I keep refreshing it every day, just being like, is there, are there more? 
Is there, Except is for there the one, one where her head is in the fountain. One of them, her head is in the fountain, and that's a little dark. It's <laughs> that pretty one dark. definitely is odd. And the one on the beach is just, like, phenomenal. I don't know. It's just, like, I don't know what she's trying. You know, usually performance art, let's be honest, can go either way. Usually only I the like one this way. One. But this I like this one. is wonderful. It's hysterical. Yeah. Steph Dies is, uh, according to Rich, who really should just be co-hosting today's show, <laughs> is NBA fanfic for Cavs fans the last few years. Oh, but um, bum, that's not cool, bro. That's not cool. Okay, so my other thing today is a little bit of a cheat because it's like a follow-up on a thing. Oh, no, that's not a cheat. That's another of our menagerie of types, the totally follow-up right. thing. The, thing, the follow-up thing. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate your validation. You see me, uh-huh. bro. <laughs> It is, but but it leads to this other thing, which is this idea of biohacking. Like, mm. oh yeah, I take nootropics and I do intermittent fasting, for example, right? Like, I'm just messing with my body in service of being healthier. And there is this amazing article in the Washington Post that just made me realize, like, oh my God, that's exactly what's happening here. That is about Jack Dorsey and his eating habits. Mm-hmm. And how he fasts all weekend and then has like one meal a day. And this woman writes, Monica Hesse, Hesse Monica Hesse, that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that if you're a woman, that's an eating disorder. Huh. And if you're Jack Dorsey or Steve Jobs or one of those engineers who exists on Soylent, it's biohacking. You know, this is probably me doing this thing I'm about to accuse them of doing. Because I don't have evidence. But it feels like when you become a successful tech executive, you stop using your critical thinking (laughs) that has been essential for you to become a successful technology executive (laughs) on yourself. Maybe. And believe crazy things are going to help your health. I do wonder if it's like a little bit of a Justin Bieber effect. Yes, where it's like... And I know not every tech CEO does this, but... You know, enough of them have enough <laughs> that there's, them have. there's something there. Because, I mean, all of these diets, when you talk to actual nutritionists, they're like, yeah, no, that's a really bad idea. <laughs> like, yeah, there it's either it's either there's no evidence that helps or there's there's evidence that that's harmful. Right. You're starving. Yeah. Like you think that you're you're mentally hyper focused, but in fact, you are starving. Like, I couldn't stop reading this today. It was unbelievable. And, and the, I mean, I think the gender aspect cannot be overlooked. I think that is so absolutely true that, like, that, that's, a, that's if, a whole a whole issue in and of itself. That, that this is like the, the little bubble inside the larger Venn diagram of diet issues for women, for sure. Exactly. Like, if Marissa Meyer were doing this, uh-huh. you know, or even like wackadoodle Elizabeth Holmes, if she had come on TV and been like, and also. I mean, that's why my voice is so low. Stop picking on me. Can we just, okay. Can I just say that that documentary, I mean, I read all about her at the time. Obviously I read, like I was Mm. immersed in that story, but the documentary is the first time that I had ever heard the voice. And I was just like, oh, come on. You are telling me that nobody called her on that. That everybody was like, oh, that's interesting. What? (laughs) Like it made her throat bulge out like a toad. Like that was clearly a put on. Oh my god! Does it matter though? I don't know. I mean, I feel like Wouldn't it pales it just make in comparison. You suspicious though, to the other things, it does. But it should have made people suspicious. Like, I'm sorry, but anybody who would go to that much effort to like, I guess, I guess sound- where I go with it is, could I imagine a situation where someone doing something perfectly helpful and honest and above board does that because they're desperate to try to be taken seriously? 
possible. I mean, I guess because there is the gender thing. So there's that. I guess yeah, so. Exactly. I kind of feel like that's part of what feeds that whole thing. I guess. But anyway, I think that the biohacking thing is super interesting. And I w- and this is this piece about it and the gender part is like the thing that I wish I had written. You know, she talks about how Jack Dorsey is like, yeah, I dabbled in veganism and I ate so much beta carotene that my skin turned orange. And people are like, yeah, that's oh, not good. He's just a kooky tech bro. But like, no. if Gwyneth Paltrow talks about juice cleanses and not eating nightshade vegetables, then people are like, you're a crackpot. You're a wacky well, doodle. <laughs> I mean, it's let's a good piece. just say. If someone's doing something that's not right, it shouldn't matter whether they're a female or a male. You should call them on it. You're adorable. It shouldn't (laughs) matter. So cute. Uh, I'm just trying to say that if Jack Dorsey's doing something crazy, you should call it crazy. Dude, Jack Dorsey is crazy. I'm just going to go. I'm going there. I'm going. Have you followed him on Instagram? I followed him on Instagram several years ago and I was like, wow, that's a lot of sunsets, dude. I think he probably is pretty good at running a company. I know there's controversy over Twitter, uh, but it should have died a long time ago. So I kind of give him credit for like, wow, he's just still around. Look at yeah, that. You still know? crazy. Still still important in the conversation. That doesn't mean he ain't crazy, though. <laughs> the stuff he was saying in India when he was there. Like, oh, for read, the room, read the room that is the planet, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good piece. And the fact that all of this stuff has morphed from kind of from dieting to biohacking i think is just a fascinating sub thing and i want to shout out to at porter in the discord who said gender issues aside insanity is overly common <laughs> well played Which I kind well of said. On a t-shirt insanity yeah. is overly common yeah it, oh amazing it really is i mean that's a really really good point because we're all insane in our own ways there isn't you know there isn't one single person that's like oh that's the way everyone should be there are degrees i mean there. i'm right here bro just kidding <laughs> now i just keep saying bro why, bro was in why haven't you too. looked at me world <laughs> she's been with us all along oh my goodness um i feel like we owe an apology maybe to one of our listeners even though it has sort of turned into the the best series of long emails ever <laughs> and and also twitter f- threads and this is the saga of angry old man jimmy c <laughs> <laughs> who what uh, happened to what is would this you email? like me to read jimmy's email yeah help i don't even okay. I, help uh yeah no absolutely i'm there for you um jimmy c uh who we we read his email last week uh said In angry voice oh, form oh dear god i'm now mortified <laughs> i was being facetious after i read what i wrote i sounded like an angry old man I'll find you an example. Email one. I hope you enjoy this. I'm kind of mortified now. And to prove that I don't sound like the voice you used, I'm not that angry. I did a silly example of the sing-song way that experts talking about something very important will do when they are sort of explaining something to us inferior people. I think it's attached here at the bottom of the message. (laughs) I couldn't think of an example. So, of course, I had to start creatively Googling experts on videos. You can never find it when you want, but I imagine that you will start to notice it. Uh, and at uh, nine minutes fifty in, uh, well, I, I don't know what to make of the rest of this because it's it's so long. But I think, it, yeah, he, like he put a, he put in time codes of these videos and sent us links to all the videos, and all the videos are like I guess when someone's being a condescending jerk, voice wise. Yeah, Which he's got I lots of examples here. Even remember if that's what his original email was about. Ten instances of sort of, wasn't it? Was it right? No, we came up with right. He he was the one who didn't like sort of. 
Oh, yes. And he was saying that sort of is a verbal crutch that people use to sort to say, I almost did it, to sort of say, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Anyway, Jimmy, I hope we didn't scar you for life by reading your email in an angry voice, but I will say it was really fun and it was all meant with love. Sort of. It was fun. (laughs) Yeah, it was all meant for entertainment. (laughs) No, it was all meant for love. It really was. Uh, Right? Uh, Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it was was hilarious. I'm sorry, but it was hilarious. And now there's like a crossover plan where there's like an angry voice off. Like, Jimmy, dude. Don't worry about it. It was worth it. Yeah. Uh, And we are very pleased uh, that you are continuing to take part in the It's a Thing uh, family. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for your contributions. You you are now, Jimmy C., you are are a noun. You are Uh, a noun. This will happen again and we'll say, oh, this person got Jimmy C'd. Sorry. Oh, amazing. That is so true. Uh, Patron James has a comment on Dilly Gaffin by Patreon. I mean that he supports us on Patreon and you can too. Patreon.com slash it's a thing. Guys, that was so awesome because last time we were like, oh, I hope we get to 300 by the end of March. And we got to like 303. Yeah. Like one day later. It was awesome. Well done. So thank you. Um, and he says, I so rarely get to show off my MC world knowledge. Dilly Gaff is all over the MC world. What is the MC world? Motorcycling? Uh- Masters. Oh, motorcycle club. Oh, we put it down. Oh, okay. The, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Apparently, he validates that mo- that dilly gaff, which I believe we decided is, do I look like I give a flip? <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Came from the motorcycle club world, and he's like, yeah, it totally does. It's on patches, stickers, hats, koozies, keychains. You get the point. Nice. While I did not grow up in the MC world, I dove in the kiddie pool pretty enthusiastically. <laughs> the MC universe. The MCU. And he said, by the way, for clarification, like even though he just rode around, he said, I'm a life member of the Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association. I have served as an officer in my chapter a few different times, but he thinks that he still not doesn't get to be MC because it's so designation as a motorcycle club is a protected and coveted status. Within Uh the motorcycling community, you cannot join it without serious commitment. And people like myself who join associations, groups, and some ministries are not considered the real deal. What? I have learned so much. Yeah, that's some serious community. Also, Dilly Gaff. Amazing. (laughs) Uh, And then William Surbuck on Old Town Road said, just got done listening to episode 56 regarding Lil Nas X, Old Town Road. It's currently number one and number two, both variations of the songs with the remix with Billy Ray Cyrus, number one on the Apple Music Top 100 Global Playlist. Love the song and the show. Thank you, William. Absolutely amazing. And now for our shout outs to our patrons, Chaz, regular human face Watson, and Mike nice. Koala Profile Pick Akins nice. <laughs> are at our patrons at our shout out level. Uh, we got 11 more patrons this month after our call out last time. So thank you again. That was amazing. Six of you, including two of you at $5 a month, are currently getting no reward. Which, what does that mean? Do they have to sign up to get the ad free feed? Is there yeah, one more step? We- when you sign up for Patreon, you can say no reward, uh, which is fine if that's what you really want. Uh, but uh, our producer, Rich, was hoping that we you you made that knowing you didn't get the ad-free feed. Uh, there may not be ads showing up in the public feed right now, but there might someday. And so at that point, you might want to say, actually, I do want the reward so I can get that ad-free feed. Yeah, totally. Get your reward. Do it. Get hey, your just reward. You deserve it, patrons. 
patrons, because you are the best and you are the reason for the season. I the, the everything reason, we do. Yeah, exactly. For You're the every, reason I'm sitting right here. We, we make on a every, Friday afternoon with my angry orchard hard cider, living the dream. That's thanks to you, patrons. By the way, Coyote Brown said, I think the MPU, the Merit Podcasting Universe, is a thing. I was listening to Sword and Laser, and I got to see the moment that Tom made cider his thing for last week. <gasps> Seriously? Because it did occur to me in That's the middle of the Sword amazing. and Laser recording last week. Yeah. Oh, and there was like a little imaginary light bulb that went on over his head. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, totally. I love it. My, uh, my creative process this week was definitely like, Ela, my son, what's going on in the world? But none of these were his thing. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at Porter in Discord says, I think miniature golf is a thing. Again, indoor courses with bars, outdoor with food trucks, irony approved for hipsters. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. I could totally see that. See that. Yeah. I wonder if it's good. Well, I wonder if it's going to become more, more of a thing. We used to work with a guy, Tom and I, who left CNET and went off and started a like super cool indoor mini golf course that's like a whole multi-level haunted house of of mini golf that is still going in fact my son went with his dad just the other day oh really that's yep. still going that's awesome it's still happening it's so Very awesome cool. yeah <laughs> uh and you know what else is cool all of you in the audience who are our supporters our listeners it's a thing.me to get the feed and of course patreon.com slash it's a thing to become a member and get all the perks and feedback at it's a thing.me to have your email angrily read on our show you just tell us what tone Just tell us what tone and, oh yeah, acting. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) See you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.